Hello, I'm Randy Zuckerberg here on the mic and welcome to Crypto Cafe with Randy Zuckerberg where we embrace newcomers and experts to all things Web3, crypto, NFTs, metaverse, you name it. On this show, we invite experts who are at the cutting edge of this industry to join us in deep discussions about all the fascinating things that are happening in the space and it is pretty wild out there right now. On today's show, I'm delighted to have Valerie Vacante, Vice President Solutions innovation for global experience and innovation agency Dentsu, where she uncovers cultural trends, next generation product innovations, and design strategies impacting the way people connect and experience the physical and digital world. So basically, she knows everything that we're going to be doing, liking, purchasing uh, our behavior before we even know it. Valerie, it's such a delight to have you on the show today. Oh, thanks so much, Randy, for having me. I'm I'm so delighted to be here um, and just joyful to be able to talk about all the things I <laughs> I am learning about, knowing about, and loving in creating the future. So thank you, thank you, thank you. Oh, amazing. <laughs> well, I am really excited to get to spend some time inside your brain and hearing about everything that, that uh, you're thinking about and fascinated about. Um, but before we start, if we were in an actual cafe, not just a crypto cafe, where would we be together and what would we be drinking? Oh, um, it depends on time of day, Randy, <laughs> but, <laughs> but, uh, I, I would say sort of daytime, you know, perhaps we're by a lovely, a lovely beach with like, you know, futuristic, um, bridges and, and art around us. And, uh, and if it was nighttime, you know, um, likely a similar, a similar vibe, but more with kind of, um, laser lights and almost arcade like lights. Those I, I've always yes. found my whole life that those are, um, comforting. <laughs> I love that. Okay. And tell us a little bit about yourself and your role um, for anyone who's not familiar with the firm or, or familiar for what you're working on. Yeah, absolutely. So um, so my my role, as you said it beautifully, Randy, <laughs> is, um, is I'm VP of Solutions Innovation. And really put simply, I'm so fortunate that I get to work um, across the Dinsu network um, in creating the future. So all like new products, new services, um, really working with up and coming startups and um, technology savvy partners, again, to, to create what's next. Um, and then just to give you a little bit, you know, a little bit about Dentsu, we, um, we actually started in Japan, you know, over a hundred plus years ago, um, really uh, rooted in um, innovation and in design, um, and it's really in our DNA. So we we are an integrated network. So everything from consumer experience, right? So like CXM to creativity to media, we've got you covered. <laughs> I love it. Okay, and um, I'm curious. Uh, you know, when you're working on innovation and forward thinking how do you stay up to date? Like, what are what are you reading and listening to? And how do you stay on the cutting edge? Um, it, it's a great question. I mean, I, for me, I've just, um, <laughs> I'm just a very curious person in general and always have been. So it's everything from kind of 
scouting the internet, you know, and, and kind of geeking out on what's appealing to me, no, no matter what it is, whether it's tech, whether it's um, behaviors, trends, et cetera, but where I get really excited, um, and this is kind of personally where I got, I got hit hard during COVID, um, but where I get really excited is being able to travel the world, to go to um, the forward-looking events and really explore a particular market and, and see what um, you know, the accelerators are doing, seeing what people are doing in those markets, and then kind of bringing them back and um, remixing them to to create something new, really. Mm, what are what are some of the events and countries that most inspire you or get your creative juices flowing? Oh, great question. <laughs> um, so actually, I mean, Japan, Densu being from Japan, but um, but Japan just always being a forward-looking country um, in innovation. You know, we think about um, video games, we think about robotics, we think about, you know, everyday tech. Um, also, Brazil. I was really fortunate to do quite a bit of work down in Brazil, um, everything from innovation scouting to boots on the ground Um uncovering the technologies and, and marrying them with sort of the big um, corporates to create new experiences. So again, being boots on the ground and actually getting to realize something, like that's where the magic is. <laughs> For sure. Uh, those are two absolutely incredible countries that I, I agree. I've drawn a lot of inspiration from them too. So I want to get into, uh, in a moment, how you help brands get into the metaverse, because I know you do a lot of that work. But before we do that, uh, I'm curious, what got you into the metaverse? What piqued your interest? Yeah, no, it's it's a great question. Um, so, like, take, taking it way back, um, you know, I've, I've <laughs> you know, there's a lot of chatter out there about about gaming, you know, kind of being the road to the metaverse, and and I believe that, you know, we think about video games have been around over 40 years. Um, collaborative gameplay has been around over 20 plus years. Um, and so that's a long way of saying I was kind of a video game nerd growing up. <laughs> and um, so kind of starting there. And then um, over the years in, in my career, I kind of started out in, in um, product innovation and design and looking at how people are interacting. Um, basically worked on a ton of different technologies and I keep being brought back to this world, Randy. Um, <laughs> I, I segued into sort of AR VR back in um, 2015, like when, when mobile VR was all the rage. Um, and then, you know, looking at multiplayer experiences. So I was fortunate to work with game studios, but also the likes of um, like merge VR. So creating um, like, ed tech experiences, uh, both AR and VR. Um, so kind of fast forward that <laughs> to we're in 2023 now, Randy. Um, and, and uh, you know, having these different platforms that have evolved, being able to experiment with the different platforms and actually making things. Um, so I, 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 you know, I know we'll talk about um, Dentsu Next Base and some of, some of that later, but um, it's always amazing to be able to, to create. 
Absolutely. Um, and I'm sure that that creator spirit and uh, going back into the, the gamer in you helps you a lot when you're working with brands. So um, give us a sense of how you help brands in the metaverse and, and how you work with them or the types of questions that you ask to uh, to find out exactly what the right path into the metaverse is for a brand. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, you know, I think, first of all, we really start with education. I think that's just, you know, first place to start, right? Because there's a lot of brands out there who have done some tremendous things, you know, have put their toe in the water, but there are so many more out there who haven't. And they're just like, hey, I keep hearing about this metaverse thing. I keep hearing, you know, insert, you know, different different buzzwords of choice, et cetera. They're like, I, I don't know where to start. I don't know what to do. And so we're, and, and it helps me like, okay, cool. We understand, like, we know where you're at, like, you know, and then, then from there, what we'll do is often uh, an education session. Um, for example, recently at CES, um, there was a consumer packaged good company that I met with and they were, they were like, Val, look, I don't know, like, I don't know anything. <laughs> Like just outright, like, like help me out here. And so I said, cool. Yeah, that's good to know. And, and for them, retail was really important. So we just kind of broke it down into um, the different commerce experiences that there are, Uh, again, taking it back to gaming of that, like kind of virtual to virtual buying skins to virtual to physical, um, you know, in terms of actually ordering something in a space and having it to deliver to your door. And then physical to virtual. So this has happened loads in the toy space, particularly with the likes of sort of Hasbro, Nerf blasters. Uh, You buy a blaster, boom, you get the skin uh, in Roblox. And so really just trying to break it down into simple, tangible examples for clients. And then um, oftentimes what I'll do is I'll mock something up where they can actually interact and really apply it to to their brand. Um, and that's where I've had a lot of fe- a positive feedback is like, look, Val, I didn't know what this metaverse thing was. I didn't really get that. Like, I didn't know what the hype was and all these opportunities, but like you broke it down and gave me some tangible, that's the word that comes up a lot, Randy, um, tangible examples of what we can do with our brand. And then, and then from there, you know, we'll, we'll work out like kind of a, a test and learn to start. And like, what's the big vision? Let's start with the test and learn and and build from there. Mm. It, it's it's great. And it sounds like, it, you know, it's really important to understand objectives of, you know, not just get into Web3 because it's cool and everyone else's, but like, how does it actually help a business and help the bottom line is, is something that uh, is, is really coming out from, from your story. I'm here in the Crypto Cafe with Valerie Vacante, who's the Vice President of Solutions Innovation for Global Experience and Innovation Agency, Dentsu. I'm your host, Randy Zuckerberg, here in the Crypto Cafe. Um, so Val, I know you recently had uh, a huge announcement that you made uh, with Microsoft, LinkedIn. Um, tell us more. Yeah, thank you so much. Yeah, we're we're so excited. Um, yeah, our our latest announcement is Dentsu Next Space, um, and Dentsu Next Space. We say it's it is a first of its kind experience, so the first time that sort of Dentsu. Microsoft, LinkedIn, 
and head office space, you know, we, we all came together, kind of brought our superpowers, and we really wanted to enable brands to create, you know, a way of test, learn, explore the different opportunities um, in Web3, in the metaverse, looking at things like generative AI, XR, and really the everyday tools that people know and love, uh, hence the likes of, of Microsoft. Um, and really working with brands to uncover those opportunities. Absolutely. And um do, like I'm I'm really curious um uh you know as you're looking at real world use cases and reimagining them in a virtual setting, what do you think are, are some of the, you know, the best real world use cases that convert over as we start to think about the metaverse and and our uh digital lives? Oh, it's such a great question. It's it's such a great question and one that I'm I'm very excited about. Um, really, the areas that we've been hand you know hands on use cases that we're, we've been working through um, are things like immersive learning and development. So, really, that importance of in, you know for companies, there's everybody's dispersed now, right? And it's like, how do you create a more connected culture? How do you accelerate learning, um, you know, in a way that's that's interesting to people? And oh, by the way, you know, like we talked about, uh, Randy, a lot of Gen Z grew up gaming and grew up in collaborative play. So creating an environment that they're already familiar with um, and can engage with is really important. So we've actually created the um, Densu Microsoft Metaversity <laughs> in Densu Next Space. Mm. And, yeah, and we're doing we're doing onboarding, um, inductions, and training with Microsoft Viva Insights, um, as well as Microsoft uh, Retail. And in there, we actually have a almost um, college like stage where you know whoever the thought leader is um, or professor, if you will, um, is 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 presenting. But then we actually have um, portals that you can teleport to our shop next showroom and actually have hands-on experiences um, looking at, you know, from web two to web three integrations. Um, so again, breaking it down, learning and development, boom. Um, another one that we're we're getting a lot, a lot of interest in and that I'm really excited about um, is virtual test labs. Mm. Um, Yes. And so this one, I, I love to tell this story because there's a brand we're working with. Um, I can't say who, but I can I can give you the, the the story in any case. But what was really exciting is that one, they wanted to find a way to better connect with their audience who's highly focused on Gen Z. Two, um, as with any brand, you know, you have limited, limited budgets that you always have to, to manage. Um, and then three, you know, getting the right uh, participation and really inclusive participation. So we created a virtual test lab and we're able to quickly put marketing concepts, uh, product concepts in the space, uh, make it very secure where participants would actually sign an NDA and a, upon signature, a, a magic window would open and they would be invited into the room. Um, but where it gets really interesting is we were actually able to save that brand 70%, like 70% in cost wow. and increase participation by 300% 
you know, and again, making it more inclusive. And um, so that I think we're going to see more of those cases um, with brands. Absolutely. I'm also curious, um, Val, about shopping and commerce. You mentioned that a little before, but I know you're the co-creator of some really exciting retail innovations inside Dentsu. So um, what what's on your mind when you think about helping brands create more personalized shopping experiences or increasing loyalty? Like how, how does Web3 really help there? Oh, well, well, wonderful. Yes. So some of the things that some of the things that we're doing there and what I'm what I'm really excited about, um, for example, with with Dentsu Next Space, we're actually able to work with a brand and create a virtual showroom um, or have a AI powered virtual ambassador to guide you through the sales process or education, even for brands who need those how to's for certain products. But we're able to create those um, environments within a retailer's existing website, customer profile, and loyalty program. So, like to me, that's huge because there's a lot of you know there's a lot of different platforms out there and a lot of different technologies, but they often encourage. Um, you know, you, it's like you're driving away from their website and you have to drive traffic to this other sort of separate event, like what have you experience. And so that's what, that's what we're excited about is that a brand can actually create that environment, own that space and integrate into their loyalty program. Um, from a, like from a web three perspective, um, you know, we, we keep it neutral. If a brand does want to um, do something with NFTs or anything like that, we can certainly um, do that. But if they want to just keep it in more of a Web 2 vibe and just integrate into their existing loyalty program, we can do that too. That's <laughs> um, so really exciting. Yeah. So what um, if a brand or business is kind of metaverse curious, but hasn't dipped their toe in yet, um, you know, why should they start thinking about it? And what are some good first steps to take? Um, well, in, in terms of the the why to think about it, um, I mean, we're seeing a ton of growth. Um, one, of the, one of the recent stats I, I think is important to kind of note at the moment is that uh, 42%, and this is according to a Harris poll, um, 42% of U.S. consumers would pay more for a product if they could experience it in an immersive way. Mm. Um, and we're only going to see that number go up. And then in terms of another one, um, this is from over at uh, VentureBeat. And they had, they said the return on investment for retailers who provide a virtual shopping environment has increased 450%. So it's it I think it's just like as any new technology or new experience. Like I remember back in the day when web 1.0 came out and everybody was like, what is this newfangled internet thing, you know? And then, <laughs> totally. And then web 2 and it was like, oh, you know, what is this? And so I think we're we're just going, you know, it's just the same it's the same process that we're going through now, you know, education experimentation and really getting on the growth train. Totally. Or when people were like, I could never give up my BlackBerry because I need the keyboard. Uh, like it, oh. it's uh, it's people don't they, you know, we, we adapt and, and learn. Um, I'm curious, you know, we're seeing more job titles pop up around the metaverse, things like, you know, chief metaverse officer or like virtual architect and, and real estate. Um, 
you know, when you look into your crystal ball of innovation and future trends, do you think that's going to continue? Do you think there are going to be just more and more job titles like that inside companies? Oh, I, I like a, a thousand percent. Absolutely. I think I think we're going to see more of that um, for, for a number of reasons. I think one, um, you know, skill sets are changing. You know, there's things like like chief hospitality officer. Right. So going into a a metaverse experience and you may have an, an AI powered virtual human who is that who's guiding you through the experience or you may have a, a person just like you have in customer support now, but their role is really to guide you, you know, take you through um, whether it's an event or, or what have you experience. Um, I think we're going to see things, you know, we're going to see things where people nowadays are just maybe um, principal of engineering, but I think we're going to see things like of metaverse or of digital twins um, as companies are wanting to explore uh, more how digital twins can can help them plan, test, uh, et cetera. Digital twins. That's so, so fascinating. Um, in our final moments of our discussion together, what what are you most excited and fascinated by this year when it comes to your work with Web3? What, what are you paying attention to so that we can all pay attention to it also? Oh, um, I think like, there, so there's a couple of things. I think the big thing is, um, I know everybody's really jazzed about tech, right? I think everybody's super excited about, you know, generative AI is like all the rage at the moment, almost every headline you look at. Um, I think that, uh, of course, all of the same things like metaverse and, um, you know, AR and VR, you know, particularly web AR becoming more accessible and, and creating those connected experience. I think all of that tech stuff, like all of that is still going to be chatter. I think where it's going to be really important is how, like, how it's used and how purposeful it is. So for me, the big thing for any, like for, for brands, creators, et cetera, the big thing is making frictionless experiences, like no matter what it is. Right. So if it's um, in a metaverse environment, how can people know and navigate where they need to go quickly? Mm -hmm. um, you know, how can they quickly buy items or learn more about items? So th that's my biggest advice is like eliminate the friction, no matter what tech you're experimenting with. And and I think that in terms I mean, in terms of those specific technologies like metaverse, I think the big takeaway is like, again, alleviating friction, but purposeful. So not just sort of we're here and we did this thing. Right. It's like, what is that experience like? And and how is it helping customers? How is it helping fans? Um, I would see the same thing in terms of um, from an from an AR perspective. Uh, and and also VR too. I think there was everybody got like there's all this hype about VR comes in and out of hype <laughs> in, in in my experience. But there's all this hype like oh everybody's gonna be living in VR. That's not the case. You know, VR, and VR is great if you're going to be doing gaming or if you're doing design. Um, you know, so again, really being thoughtful and purposeful with the tech. That's biggest advice, Randy. I think, <laughs> I think that's what no, we're going to see. I, I think it's great <laughs> advice because, you know, people think that like these experiences are competing with other similar experiences, but you're not. You're competing with like one click shopping on Amazon and like how easy it is for a consumer to do that or like how easy it is to go on Zoom and things like that. And if, if it's not as 
easy and as like frictionless like you say is that you could have the best most beautifully designed thing in the world if it's clunky no one's going to use it so i think that's exceptional advice uh valerie where can our listeners go to keep up with you and uh keep an eye on that wonderful crystal ball inside your brain Thanks so much, Randy. Um, well, like, please feel free to le- uh, reach out to me on LinkedIn. So just um, Valerie Vacante on LinkedIn. I'm also, you know, on Twitter and all of the other socials. But um, but yeah, LinkedIn is great. And then, um, you know, if you search Densu Next Space, uh, we and that's NXT. So Densu NXT Space. Um, feel free to book a tour, and we'd love to to show you all what we've been building and team up. (laughs) Incredible. Thank you so much, Valerie Vacante, Vice President of Solutions Innovation for Global Experience and Innovation Agency, Dentsu. Thanks for giving us that that thoughtful and uh, entertaining and engaging rundown of, of Metaverse and everything you're working on. I appreciate you. Thank you, Randy. Likewise. Thanks for having me. Thanks. All right. Well, uh, Valerie, I loved her enthusiasm, charisma, and um, I, it was it was such a, a deep and thoughtful, but also very beginner friendly way to understand what's going on in the metaverse and how brands are dipping their toe into this space. And uh, two of the things that she really said that I think are some of the biggest takeaways here are that you have to have a why for building in Web3 in the metaverse. It's not enough to just be like, look, we create a space. Like I remember in, in the early days of Web2 brands were like, look, we launched a Twitter. But like until you actually do something useful with that space, it doesn't matter just launching it. So that was a, a really good takeaway. And then also uh, at the end, she talked about making frictionless experiences. You have to make it easy. You have to make it user friendly. A lot of Web3 is not easy and not user friendly right now. And so definitely something for us all to be keeping in mind. You're listening to Crypto Cafe. I'm your host, Randy Zuckerberg, where we go deep on everything Web3 with experts in the industry. Tune in next week for a brand new episode.